This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It is time for another episode of The Drop, episode number 273. We're going to be recapping the Blues versus Kings game, but I wanted to get something out there first. I get a lot of emails from people that are fans of the show. I get a lot of questions from people. But one big fan of the show, Brandon Gers from Pennsylvania. I believe he's from Stanton, Pennsylvania or New Stanton. He's always emailing me with questions and comments. He's a big supporter of the show. And I just want to give a big shout out to him. Thank you so much, Brandon, for listening to the show and for sending me questions. I'm happy that you like the show. Now let's go ahead and get into this Kings game. The Blues were coming off the win against Ottawa Saturday night. They were looking to start, hopefully a long winning streak, with this game against the Kings. Jonathan Quick would be in goal, and the rookie Jordan Bennington would be in goal too after his win against the Senators. The Blues would get the first goal in the game, just a little past the midway point of the first period, and that goal would be by McEachern. Two-time Stanley Cup champion. Shot, save, rebound, score! It's McKeckard out of the net mouth scrum who banks it in to give the Blues a 1-0 lead. Well, the kid from Troy, Michigan gets his first National Hockey League goal, and it's off the rebound. Good shot from the point. The puck is laying there to the left of the goaltender, Jonathan Quick. Nolan came in on the faceoff. It looked like the Kings had possession. The backhand play by Doughty hits a body, comes back in front. And Dunn, who had a terrific goal in their last game against the Ottawa Senators, fires this one to the far side. Jonathan Quick over moved to his right. The rebound comes back, and it's an empty netter for Mackenzie McEachern. Dunn takes the initial shot. The rebound comes out. McEachern is right there in front of the net, doing the hard work. As he's falling down, puts it past Jonathan Quick, and the Blues are up one to nothing. That would be McEachern's first goal of the year. Done with that initial shot, gets his 16th assist. Barbashev gets his 7th assist. 10 minutes, 31 seconds into the first, and the Blues are up one to nothing. Kind of a back-and-forth game at this point. But the Blues, I thought, had a little bit of the upper hand, and they would take a 2 to nothing lead on this goal by Oscar Sundquist with just 1 minute and 11 seconds left in the first period. And he is putting together another poised performance. Swatted through the middle, they score! Oscar Sundquist doubles the St. Louis lead. What a pass down the right side, and that's a good example of playing to the end of the period. And Willie Desjardins got to be real disappointed about that. The St. Louis Blues roll on here with some good speed on the right side, and Oscar Sundquist has been very unheralded around the NHL, maybe one of the most improved players in the league. And Petrangelo makes the play to get it to the right side. Barbashev fights off the first second with one hand on his stick. He gets it over to Sundquist, who with one hand on his stick, banks it past the goaltender quick, who tries for a sweeping poke check and misses. Barbashev taps at the puck. It goes to Sundquist. Jonathan Quick tries to hit it with a stick before Sundquist can get to it. But Sundquist puts it past Quick for his ninth goal of the year. I have been so surprised in the improvement from Oscar Sundquist from last year to this year. 
if this guy can give us 12 to 15 goals a year, that is just such an added bonus for this team. Nobody, I think, expected it. And maybe he'll even improve upon that. We'll just have to wait and see. Like I said, that was his ninth goal of the year. Barbashev with that pass gets his eighth assist in second of the game. And Alex Petrangelo gets his 13th assist. 18 minutes, 49 seconds in. The Blues are up two to nothing. And it looks like they're going to go out of the first period up by two goals. But for the umpteenth time this year and a lot last year, the Blues give up a late goal and the Kings get back in this game before the period's over with just 56 seconds left to make it 2-1. to one. Well, this after the Kings have had a couple of chances. St. Louis with the answer. And a goal from Oscar Sundquist, his ninth of the season. Here's Leipzig for the Kings. Backdoor to Foley scores. Yeah, that's a great response by the LA Kings. Getting that puck in deep. A turnover by the Blues ends up back on the tape and Toffoli makes it a 2-1 game. Carter's reverse pass. It looks like the Blues are in good shape there with Barbashev, but he plays it right off the ankle of Toffoli. Oh boy, that's an easy one for the former Ottawa 67. Leipzig makes a nice pass to the right-hander and Toffoli looks right at him and says, wow, great stuff right there. Barbashev tries to clear it. It goes to Leipzig. And for some reason, Bennington just comes way too far out of the net. He's out of position. No way he can get back over to stop the shot by Toffoli. And the Kings get out of the first period only down by one goal. That goal by Toffoli to be his eighth of the year. Leipzig gets his eighth assist. 19 minutes, four seconds in. It's two to one. Shots are pretty even, 14 to 13. Both teams had some good opportunities. It's just sad to see the Blues, who played a pretty good period, go out of it up two to one instead of two to nothing. Going into the second period, we're hoping the Blues can continue to keep putting the pressure on Jonathan Quick and have the type of period they had in the first. But that was not meant to be. Drew Doughty would get his fifth goal of the year. It would be a power play goal, and it would tie things up at two each, seven minutes, 15 seconds into the second. So the Kings take control. Doughty one-timer scores! Drew Doughty has tied the game with a five-on-three goal. Well, Willie Desjardins got the point across. Shoot the puck. And when Doughty gets this one right in the middle of his blade, he gets all of it. Plays it to the right. I thought they might go back to the left to Kovalchuk, but they didn't. Just a straight line. And with that traffic in front, that was Dustin Brown. See, Doughty shot from there. Goalies in the NHL, they're able to handle those. Really, no matter how hard they are. Good positioning there. And you can see the frustration from Bennington once this puck goes through the arm and the side of his body. You know how much I harp on this. Giving up power plays are tough enough on you. Giving up five on threes are almost an impossible task. It is so much harder to play five on three than it is five on four. Trust me. Drew Doughty's got a hard shot. Takes a shot from just in front of the blue line. Puts it between Bennington's arm and his body. And we are tied at two each. This looks like the type of goal that Jake Allen's been giving up this year. Those kind of shots that he doesn't kind of close up his arms. And it just slips through between his arm and his torso. As I said earlier, that would be Drew Doughty's fifth goal. Kopitar gets his 20th assist. And Carter gets his 15th assist. Power play goal. We're tied at two each. But the Kings were not done for the second period, and the Kings take a 3-2 lead late in the second. 
Petrangelo in neutral ice. It's none the worse for wear after that hit from Carter. Brown enters now. Brown to Kopitar. He scores! Leading score for the Kings, Andre Kopitar has given them the lead. Carter with the big hit at the blue line on Petrangelo. And Petrangelo goes down awkwardly and looking around, but he stays onto the ice. A two-on-one break. And Brown, he's got all the time in the world to shoot that puck. He's reluctant to do so. Gunnarsson is waiting for as long as he can, but boy, Brown makes a nice feed to the left-handed Kopitar, who by that time has an open net because Binnington has to respect the shooter. Petrangelo gives the puck up. He can't catch up to defend the play, and the Kings are up 3-2. to two. That goal by Kopitar would be his 14th of the year. Brown gets his 17th assist. Muzzin gets his 17th assist. And we go out of the second period with the Kings up by one. The Blues actually outshot the Kings in this period 14 to 9. But too many mistakes. The Blues get cocky sometimes when they get a lead. And they start making mistakes. They get a little complacent. And I think that is what happened in the second period. Going into the third, the question is, can the Blues come back and tie it? Can the Blues come back and win it? Well, one thing's for sure. They come back and tied it pretty early on a power play goal by Ryan O'Reilly just six minutes in. O'Reilly turns the corner, looking for a lane. Maroon to O'Reilly. Up top, Tarasenko. Petrangelo left side. Tarasenko gathers the puck. O'Reilly in the circle, scores! Ryan O'Reilly has tied the game on the power play. What a shot this is. O'Reilly's got a very odd curve on his stick. Rather flat until the very, very end. It's a wicked tip. It almost like it broke in the bottom of a door. And he gets this up high on the short side. Tarasenko falls back to the point. He goes back to his right. Over the stick of Forbert, over the glove, under the bar and in. Well, the All-Star just made an all-world shot right here. Curls out, gets to the dot just inside and beats the all-world goaltender high over the glove. Great passing by the Blues. They waited till they got the opportunity they wanted, and then that great shot from O'Reilly, glove side, beats Jonathan Quick, and we're tied at three each. Ryan O'Reilly gets his 18th goal of the year. It was a power play goal. Tarasenko gets his 15th assist. Petrangelo gets his 14th assist. Six minutes in, we've got the Blues back in this one. But the Kings would jump back into the lead, just a little under four minutes after O'Reilly's goal to make it four to three. It's Thompson to Leipzig in behind. Leipzig from his backside got it out in front and Thompson couldn't get a clean look with the shot. Oh, I like that. Thompson never gave up on that loose puck. To Foley ripped down sideboards. Leipzig centers. Ledoux shot! Scores! Ledoux with his second goal of the year and only his 15th game. Leipzig makes a nice pass. I mean, it's just an outstanding pass. He's done that two or three times in this game, and I believe that might have glanced off Alexander Steen. Number 20 goes down trying to help out. Does it go off him? Yeah, I think it does. And then glances up high over the blocker and in the net. A great effort by the Kings to keep that puck in, to find the open guy, and to put it past Jordan Bennington. And the Kings win the game 4-3. to three. That goal by Ledoux would be a second of the year. Leipzig gets his ninth assist. Defoley gets his 12th assist, 9 minutes, 53 seconds into the third. Let's go ahead and go to the stats of the game. Shots on goal in favor of the Blues, 36 to 29. Faceoffs in favor of the Blues, 52% to 48%. The Blues were 1 for 2 on the power play. Kings were 1 for 5. Kings out hit the Blues 28 to 21. And the Kings had 13 blocks 
to the Blues 11. Instead of the post-game interviews, where we're going to hear from Bennington, O'Reilly, Petrangelo, and then Coach Berube. Goal there that makes it 2-1. Does you feel like it kind of turned things around? Yeah, that's a big goal to give up uh, in the end of the first period there. Um, you know, it's tough, but we still had an opportunity to respond there. But unfortunately, uh, you know, the, the outcome wasn't what we wanted. It seemed like from the second period on or from that goal on that they, they had more energy than you guys did? Uh, yeah, they came hard. Um, I think we handled it. We maintained it. We had a, a couple big penalty kills. Um, but, you know, as I said, unfortunately, uh, it's not the right outcome we wanted, and we're not happy with it. That stretch in the second period with all the penalties, what, what was that What was that like? Five on threes, extended five on, you know, power plays. How, how rough was that? And to get through it with only one goal allowed, did that actually feel like an accomplishment? Yeah, I was a little frustrated after that uh, second goal there, so I, I felt like that was my, uh, my I should have made that save. But, um, you know, from there, uh, we battled, and penalty killers were great, and I think we used that as energy, and we, we responded. But, um, you know, it's, it's not the outcome we wanted. Ideally, coming out of two goals after the first would have been an outstanding start for kind of not being as great defensively tonight, and especially that first period. So it... Could have been huge. Obviously, you know we still got a one-goal lead on the road after the first, and you know we need to come out with a little bit more. And, and, and fortunately, we did it. And it was just kind of a, you know, it wasn't our best game defensively, and it killed us. And you know, it's tough for you know Bernard to constantly be making these massive saves when we're not we're not defending well. And you know, there was some decent things offensively. We had some good possession, and also it's tough when you when you have two five-on-threes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that's you know unheard of. You know, it's rare that that happens. So that's it's frustrating. You know, we could have. You know, I you know I think we're a better team than those guys, and you know they they beat us tonight. Do you feel that maybe after your goal tied it up that that may have swung the swung some energy back in your favor? There? Yeah, absolutely. I think it gave us a spark, but you know we you know they they responded well too, and they came out and they took a toaster a bit there and got us back on our heels again and. You know, we needed we needed a better response after that from getting from tying it up. We needed some more jump to get back on them to really take control of the game. And obviously, a few you know, I myself wasn't good enough defensively. I had a couple bad changes out there where I'm not putting guys in a good position. And it's tough when you do that. You know, teams are going to make you pay. So there were yeah, there were some turnovers that led to or puck battles that were lost that, that ended up leading to those to the goals that they got. That if you win those battles or don't turn the puck over, that you are in better shape. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, you know, I myself, you know, a lot of other guys too. Yeah, we needed to manage the puck better tonight, and and defensively, we needed to be a bit quicker. I think we got watching a bit too much. I know myself at times, I, I lost my coverage, and it just it fuels their fire. It gives them confidence, momentum, and obviously they they made us pay a few times. Uh, I mean, they got the one, uh, but other than that, I thought we did a pretty good job. I could have really changed the momentum of the game. I thought we did a good job. Uh, uh, limited them and Benner did a good job making the saves he had to make and we had a power play for ourselves but got them at the back so um, you obviously don't want to give up that one but mm -hmm. I don't know what it was five minutes straight we did a pretty good job. Did you guys have the spark you needed in this game? Uh, I mean well obviously not because we didn't win but we had a couple chances there to grab the momentum and just break downs defensively and they were capitalizing so uh, those are the things that we got to kind of take out of our game here especially on the road, um, but uh, we had a chance to win if we didn't really take advantage of it. 
Just thinking, yeah, of, of, of the goals in the game, the one that they get at the end of the first that makes it two to one. I think that's a turnover in your end. The last one, I think you had the puck in the neutral zone and couldn't get it up ice. Is it just plays like that with the puck that you where in the ones the power play goal where you, the plays weren't plays weren't made? I, guess I don't hard. even remember the yeah. last one if I had the puck or not, but. Turnovers or not, we still got to find a way to play on our own end, right? The mistakes happen. They make turnovers too. We just got to find a way to um, pick each other up in those situations and limit the opportunity. I mean, they did it too. We had a lot of chances where they couldn't get the puck out of their own. We just uh, we didn't capitalize, and they did. The um, the goal they got at the end of the first, which made it obviously there's a lot of momentum after you guys go up two nothing, and if you can go into going to the first intermission up two nothing, that's probably yeah. It's uh, I mean, we, it's a big goal, right? To kind of take the uh, take the lead there. Um, yeah, mistakes happen, right? They're going to score. Um, that line got one just before for us. So, uh, again, we came out in the second. And they get the power plays. We kill those off. We're down. And then we kind of pick ourselves up and play a good second half of the period there. So, um, sometimes you got to find a way to keep battling even though the bounces aren't going your way. Look, there were just some the plays along the way that you didn't make, whether it was the turnover at the end of the first that led to the 2-1 to one goal or the play that led to the fourth goal. Was that... Kind of what happened? Yeah, mistakes. Um, made a two or three mistakes that cost us. Went in our net. Took too many penalties in the second period. Uh, they capitalized on one, you know, five on three. So um, just, yeah, I thought it played a hard game, competed. Uh, they competed too. You know, um, they played a good game. But we, we just made too many mistakes that cost us. You, you liked the energy level you guys had today? Yep. Thought it was good energy all game. Uh, you know, guys were guys were dialed in and working, but in the end, we just we made too many mistakes. The, the first one, the goal at the end of the first, after you go up two nothing, is that? Uh, is that is it, I don't want to say anyone. It's bigger than any of the other on the yeah, ones, but that that's, kind of yeah, changed. it's tough and it's a turnover. You know, just a mistake and uh, it's a turnover, and then you know it's in the back of our net. And, mm -hmm. But uh, you know we were fine still after that. And second period, I thought we had really good jump and momentum right away, and mm -hmm. we got into penalty trouble. Yeah, on those penalties, was it? I think the first one was a hook, and then, and then you get a, then I guess it's a double minor high stick, which is kind of almost you almost get a goal on that. That turns out to be a big swing there on the yeah. two on one. It, it just is it was it not moving the feet kind of penalties or your effort penalties? Or? Well, it's, I'm not sure if Kyrus was a penalty yet. I thought he hooked a stick, but it's close. Um, you know, Bortz goes down on a two-on-one. He takes a shot, and he should just pull out. But he kind of goes for the puck and high-sticks the guy and gets a four-minute minor. So it's just stuff like that that we did tonight. We kind of shot ourselves in the foot. After the O'Reilly goal to tie it up, did it feel like you maybe it swung things back your way? Well, anytime we tie the game up, we got momentum, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, had the momentum, and then we don't get a puck deep again. It comes back on our end, and, you know, they worked us a little bit and ended up getting a go-ahead goal. It's just stuff like that. It was just like a couple turnovers in the neutral zone that we didn't get in deep, and they capitalized on them. Turned the puck over in our end on a breakout after we're up 2 nothing. They capitalized on it. They capitalized on, their, on our mistakes. Now, I'm not trying to nitpick here. But Coach Berube says it was a good effort. I do agree with him. The Blues did give a pretty good effort. But then he says the team was dialed in. But then he says they made too many mistakes. If your team is dialed in, 
and playing their game, they don't make those mistakes. You can't have it both ways. The Blues need to put the effort together consistently, and they need to cut down on the mistakes consistently. That's it with this team. When they have the effort and they don't keep making the same mistakes, stupid penalties, they can win games. The Blues need to win five, six games in a row. They have to do that if they want to get into the playoffs. And another thing that concerns me is this. I'm hearing things from people that I know within the organization that the Blues are actually thinking of signing Barube if he gets them to the playoffs. Can you believe that? I thought it was a joke when I first heard it. I really hope that don't happen because he does not need to be this team's head coach past this season. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and of course, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.